Coming up on this episode of The Village Idiom. Okay. Where the front paws are running around and he's... Have you seen that in real life? Or on a video or anything? The back half. Does it not look like a chariot race? (laughs) Every time I'm like, do they race these dogs against each other and play like gladiator music? (laughs) Dum, dum, da, da, Village Idiom. Hello and welcome to the Village Idiom. We are a podcast and every week we choose a popular saying to take an admittedly shallow, hopefully comedic, once in a while interesting, and if we're lucky, educational dive into its meaning, its usage, its origins, but mostly we're going to hang our otherwise directionless conversation on, my name is Jurassic Mark. And I'm Don Pardo. <laughs> what? I don't know if we dipped off into some old timey things there. Uh, Don Pardo. <laughs> I'm skinny-ish. Skinny-ish, rocking it. Close. And today we're gonna introduce this little tidbit. No, you catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. Wow. You catch more flies wow. with honey than vinegar. Thanks, Marge. Well, it's it, it's true. It's uh, it's always it's always good to be be a nice person, spilling it out with the niceties. That's what it means. So you catch more flies, but you catch you, your your. How do you describe this? When you use ca- catching. If you really want to catch flies, talk nice. Arguably, uh, if if you lay out a bunch of things, like the flies might be also attracted to turds. If you think about like if like out on the ground, flies love turds. So you catch more flies with turds than <laughs> vinegar. Think about it. So the meaning though is yes. like how you use this is not has nothing to do with flies. Obviously, it's mm. an idiom, but it's you're more you're better you to come them. in gentler and don't lose your cool. Don't be mean. Be passive. I had an incident today. I was sharing with you. We'll leave it off the air. But it doesn't have like, to be passive. No. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't have to be passive. But it just has to be kind. Kind. Yes. Yeah. So we're kind of combining what you said last week about how great, or two weeks ago, I think, how great your life was going, and the key was kindness. Kindness. Kindness goes a long way. It does. Yeah. You catch more flies with honey. In other words, the sweeter you behave, the more productive you'll be in what you're trying to achieve well there's lots of ways uh to like whether it's just like influencing people or uh, working a situation you're gonna get further ahead by not being a knob do you think it's true with your children do you think i've wondered this uh with uh just general being kind and it's like, of course, you're going to be kind to your kids, and you're going to show yeah, yeah, you love, love and your ten- kids, and you're going to show tenderness, and you're going to show love. But but it's not always that the, the world- heavy hand. You okay? Yeah, the heavy hand. What are we talking about right now? Parenting, like, is a is having a heavy hand, being heavy handed with how you lead and guide your kids versus, you know, is it punishment versus reward based? Like, hmm. is that kind of a honey and vinegar situation? Yeah, I think for the most part you get further ahead, but I think as sometimes parents just get frustrated, and so you just go to like rage or anger or raising one's voice because you're just like losing your junk and you've tried to be nice a hundred times. Okay, what hey, about Johnny? Employee, employer. Well, you have to. So, employer towards an employee, I think this extra matters. You catch more flies with honey than vinegar. If you're just like barking orders, but that's like out of the movies. Have you seen this in reality? At least it's not in my world. Barking order bosses. I've yeah. had one. Hmm. I just I don't know. Long, long. Maybe time at ago. different places of life, you just wouldn't accept that. 
It's a long time ago that I had this boss. It's definitely not the person I'm meeting tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> for, for sure, that's a good thing. No, I worked in I worked in a uh, a fire. I'll be careful saying this because this is literally what it was: a fire retardant door factory. Okay. And uh, the supervisor, the boss, the, the guy I reported to. I mean, you kept your nose down if he was even walking. It was a giant, like, like assembly line kind of kind of job and if he came around he was just always yelling at somebody well that's just like maybe if it was in a funny way but that wouldn't be tolerable wasn't funny yeah it Mm. was awful Mm. i never got in trouble but Mm -hmm. i saw it all around me with other people Mm. but yeah versus having an actual decent relationship with your boss where he's like not like fake encouraging you but but like you're on his team you're working together towards something you have to be kind to draw the best out of people in that way. Yeah, and I think that works too. Even when you have been done wrong by, like whether it's customer service related, if you calmly approach, you know, the customer service counter versus what people now refer to as Karens, which I don't really like that term, but those ones are just like self righteous, entitled, like da 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 da. They had just gone, hey, listen, I know I ordered this, but I got this. It's, yeah, you feel bad for the Karens now because it's like so over, like you can't say anything to anybody about anything or you're just a Karen. Can't say anything to anybody about anything. Or you're a Karen. Or you're a Karen. And and that's not kind because I know some Karens and they're lovely people. Right. Yeah. Why that name? I, I don't know. What Where did Karen, is that an idiom now? If they're not named Karen, should we be covering Karen next week? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? We should bring in a Karen. Nice. Yes. We well, do you know a Karen that would be yes fitting for the podcast? Well, she's not a Karen, but she, her name's Karen. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I got a Karen for us. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, is, for is sure. Is she a Karen individual? Oh, yeah, yeah. Karen, Karen, like. <laughs> Karen is Karen. Is Karen. <laughs> and Sharon is Karen. Yeah, is Karen a Sharon? Karen? No, it's a, I, no, but I know a Sharon and a Karen. We should have both. We should. <laughs> anyway, Sharon is Karen. Having, Next uh, week on the Village Idiom. Well, this idea of um, you know being kind, using honey more so than vinegar, um, and I was thinking about how like everything, every conversation has kind of like two direct opposite sides of how people look at something. Right. And so what could be like, if I was all sweet to you, well, that would be weird. But if, if I was all sweet to you, you would assume that I was wanting something or that I was like, right. It sounds like, all right, why are you buttering me up like yeah. this? And so like immediately honeying me up. Right. It's like, it like breeds mistrust. Right. Yeah. So th- that I-, I think is a thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to uh, uh, th- th- this next little idea. Uh, you and I are going to have a disagreement um, over the over uh, a dog. Uh, I have I have a, a dog with no legs that I need you to take care of for the weekend. Okay, <clears throat> do I know that, or are you about to ask me? Uh, hey, buddy, what do you got going on this weekend? 
Oh, a few little errands running around here and there, but pretty chill weekend, actually. Running around, that must be nice. Yeah. Not everyone kind of has that opportunity. I was thinking of uh, my little my little guy, uh, Skip. Skip. Which is ironic because he has no legs, so he oh. doesn't really skip anywhere. Oh, that's, yeah. But I had an opportunity uh, to go, uh, you know, head out for the weekend so that I could learn some, you know, some some new tricks and, and ways to kind of be real kind to him, but it's not something that I can bring him to. I, so, could, I could take him. Would you? Would you do that? I would. Not only will I take him, but by the time you get back, I will have him skipping. That's amazing. Yeah. You're a real caring person. Thank you. Yeah, I can already picture it. I grab him by the tail. If I get him really moving round and round and round lakeside, yeah, I could get him to skip. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. You're gonna skip my dog. Like a stone across the lake. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Now, I don't think he's going to bring the stick back. <laughs> no, he can't retrieve it. Nor when he finishes skipping. He's dinner. not a golden retriever. <laughs> no. He's just a golden. Yeah, he'd be he'd be sunk at the bottom of the lake by the end. No dog, there's no dog paddle. <laughs> that's not, that's not going to drive. So, but then how do you have that How same- does he pee if he can't lift a leg? I think he just rolls around away from himself. Roll over. My dog does tricks. Watch this. Roll over. Or he just goes in a line like with his face. Oh, like an inchworm. Yeah, he just inches his face along while he's peeing. So he's not peeing on himself because that would be nasty. Right. Yeah. yeah. Inchworm peeing. He's not a disgusting dog. No, it's Skip. We it's all skip. love, we all love yeah, Skip. Yeah, he's super well kept. Now, how would, the, how would my asking Shake go? a paw. Oh, I'm sorry. How would my asking go in a vinegar situation? Because mm, I was pretty gentle. You're like, hey, buddy, you want to watch my dog? I'm gonna... Yeah. Yeah, I'm busy this weekend. Uh, I need a hand. Ding dong. Here's my dog. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> it's just that kind of thing. It's much more vinegary. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be, I would be feeling salty. You don't do anything anyway. So watch my dog. Yeah, and then you drive off. I would Why are you be being like that. Same task. I'm still watching your dog. I'm still teaching him to skip, but I'm annoyed the whole weekend instead of being like, yeah, this is super fun having your dog. Right. Cause it's a pleasure to have skip. I just dog sat last week for real. And, really? And it was asked uh, quite gently and they even brought me and my daughter a gift for watching their dogs. It sounds like it could be a business. <laughs> a little part time gig, a little side hustle. Dog watching. Yeah. Dog walk, dog walking, dog walking. Uh, yeah, no, um, <laughs> can't, uh, why did the dog have to be legless for this little skit we played? I don't know. I just, uh, I felt emp- empathetic. So if I said dogs have four legs, then what would you say to that? Y- yep. No, not all dogs do have four legs. Oh. So what if he has three legs? Is he still a dog? He's a tripod. He's a tri dog. What if he has two legs and he's got a little wheelchair on the back half? Doesn't matter. Front half, back half. Do they do the wheels on the front? I think I've only seen the back. Well, he could direct himself. He could go like a little T Rex, <laughs> just be running around like a little raptor. The ones have you ever seen a dog with the has his front legs? If but it has just his hind leg and was running around, that would be terrifying. I've seen that and just running at you. Yeah, like a T Rex. I've seen dogs with only the back legs but jurassic world you, four going back to your little wheelchair version of a dog okay where the front paws are running around mm-hmm. and he's have you seen that in real life 
Or on a video or anything? The back half. Does it not look like a chariot race? (laughs) Every time I'm like, do they race these dogs against each other and play like gladiator music? (laughs) Chariot race with your two legs. Like wiener dogs with only two front legs, but they've got chariots at the back. And you could have little little puppet, uh, what do you call them? Gladiators. And they've made a business out of it. Um, but there is not enough dogs to replace them, so they start ripping the legs off of the dogs. Yeah, but then you can sell hot dogs with dog meat. Or like turkey legs. <laughs> Ooh, that's not good. And just so that you can keep the chariot business going. <laughs> well, <laughs> and the business would be called... I don't know. I was hoping you just right off the cuff no, I got, I got set up. I was waiting for the spike. No, I got nothing. I'll, I'll chew on it while we're talking. Okay. <laughs> Um. Yeah, Ben Gur. <laughs> I was going with Ben Hur, but I yeah. couldn't think of anything. Ben Gur. <laughs> oh. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anyways, somewhere in there, <laughs> mutilated the dog. You catch more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. I'm going to give you three choices of where the origin story of this may have come from. Let's okay. see if you have any idea, or do you know already? I have no idea. All right. Did it come from an insect plague in the New York City in the 17th century? Now, think about that. 17th century New York. Is it even possible? Maybe I'm throwing you off. Hmm. An insect plague. I didn't say flies. Insect plague in NYC in the The, 17th century. That sounds like a bubonic type plague situation with fleas, which is where I think you got that information. Okay, continue next. Or is it an Italian teacher in London? That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Or is it Chinese medicine? Hmm. We've got insect plague, NYC. We've got an Italian teacher in London or Chinese medicine. I'm going to go Chinese medicine. Chinese medicine? Yep, because it makes the least sense. It, don't you do like honey and apple cider vinegar? Isn't that supposed to be well, good for you? I did come across that uh, using for fruit fly, fruit fly traps using vinegar and soap. And the fruit flies, let me get this straight, uh, draw so fruit. Wait a minute, are you about to say we catch more flies with vinegar than honey? No. No, no, no. The, you need the, the, there's something about the vinegar. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, draw so. so opposite. Drosophilia melanogaster was a fruit fly. Publilius. <laughs> Drosophilia melanogaster. But yeah, the, the vinegar was an attractive thing that. So you catch more flies with vinegar. This idiom's wrong. Price is wrong, Bob. <laughs> Price is wrong, Bob. Maybe if you do put some honey in there, maybe, yeah, they'll, maybe. maybe they'll be even more drawn. But anyways, let's find out where this thing comes from. Do you ever see hear people <laughs> freezing flies and then tying little things to their feet? I've, I've heard of this, yes. Anyway, I don't have any of it. It just <laughs> popped into my head right now. Okay, All right, let's find out. I said some words. Where'd they go? Where'd they go? No one can know. I turned around and looked behind. Those words came from another mind. Origin. righty. That's right. Uh, let's get into the nerdy and the dirty. Uh, it's not so dirty. Uh, so obviously we did talk about the meaning, but flies in this idiom represent clearly represent uh, your goals. Or what you're trying to catch, what you're trying to get to. 
Uh, honey stands for the agreeable things you do to achieve those goals. Vinegar is the disagreeable thing you may do to achieve those goals. So in an attempt to catch the flies, i.e. achieving what you want or your goals, you had better use nice methods, i.e. honey, than disagreeable ones, i.e. vinegar. Put differently, people become more successful in life by being nicer rather than being hurtful, mean, or insolent. So here's the deal. The appearance of this phrase in a work by Benjamin Franklin in guess what book? He was Chinese, so this is good. (laughs) It's good. In the 1744 edition of his annual Almanac Poor Richard, which has come up ad nauseum on this podcast. Awesome. Because uh, Ben Franklin... Benji Frankie just put everything he could uncover, whether it was his or not, in his Poor Richard Almanacs. So he said, tart words make no friends. A spoonful of honey will catch more flies than a gallon of vinegar. However, he doesn't get the credit. Everybody knows he heard this somewhere else. In 1666, Giovanni Torriano, mm-hmm. a well-known teacher of Italian in London. Mm. Uh, published a collection of proverbs titled Piazza Universale di Proverbi Italiani, or a commonplace of Italian proverbs and proverbial phrases digested in alphabetical order. Short titles were clearly not a thing for that. that that's and, happened quite a bit where we're like from this book and it's like a 12 word <laughs> titled book. But anyway, he said, honey gets more flies to it than dust vinegar. <laughs> End of story. He, he nailed it. Uh, the Italian, um, and he got it from a Chinese guy. <laughs> no, there's no. He was China, out one night. There's no Chinese he medicine. Was on, he was out one night getting. However, snake, snake young. as much as Giovanni Torriano gets the credit, and he gets the credit all over the never failed me yet internet. Um, earlier than that, the Oxford English Dictionary again. Uh, the Oxford Dictionary of Proverbs says there was a French version in 1624 which does predate that by a couple of decades. St. Francis de Sales, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Here's the French version. This is going to be bad. Souvenez-vous que l'on prend plus de mouches avec une soulerier de mille, ca- mille that's honey, Quebec Saint-Barry de vinag- vinegar. Um, which basically says, remember that one catches more flies with a spoonful of honey than with a hundred barrels of vinegar. That predates Toriano. But whenever we see them that close, it makes me think this was being said all over the place. Because that one's in French, one's Italian. And you called it China. <laughs> it's a well-known Chinese phrase. Anyway, uh, the correct answer, according to your choices, was the Italian teacher in London because uh, everybody gives <clears throat> him all the credit. But there was a slightly different... Uh, French version. And then just for fun, 1842, oh. way later, but just for fun, great American, use some vinegary wisdom on everybody. Uh, in an address to the Temperance Society in 1842, Abraham Lincoln uh, enjoined his listeners thusly. Here it is. Here's the quote. When the conduct of men is designed to be influenced, persuasion, kind, unassuming persuasion should ever be adopted. It is an old and true maximum that a drop of honey catches more flies than a gallon of gall. Hmm. So with men. Hmm. So gall, vinegar, a little bit different, but comes Mm -hmm. from the same sort of things. In fact, even in the Bible, when they raise up a sponge to Jesus on the cross, some versions say 
it was dipped in gall. Some say vinegar. So I don't actually know what the difference between gall and vinegar is. I'm assuming gall comes from your gallbladder. I would think gall sounds bitter. More bitter? It's a bitter vinegar? I don't know. It just seems like a bitter thing. How do you make a vinegar bitter? Age it. You have the gall. You have some gall. You have some gall. Well, I'm trying to think of things that you can do to vinegar. What can you do to vinegar? So you talked about catching fruit flies, but isn't there actually a human sort of, you know, home remedy with apple cider vinegar and honey? So, Does that sound familiar at all? Is I don't know. just my mom? It sounds like, did she rub it on your chest when you were sick or something? <laughs> no, I think put we it took on your a feet little, and then put little spoonful on? of uh, apple cider vinegar. spoonful of vinegar makes the, mess. No, makes the honey good. go down. Well, in that, um, do you enjoy like a swig of vinegar? Like if there was like, I'm not even joking. Like, no. Really? A swig of, I like it on... Like I fries and yeah, I've done that malt vinegar and just next thing you know, you get like the that. bottle is on your lips and you're no. having a really <laughs> no. I've never swigged vinegar. You're so I'm not weird. A, I'm not a vinegar swigger. So weird. You swig. You're a vinegar swigger. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Careful. Yes. <laughs> no, I've never swigged the vinegar. I've swagged. You swagged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's delicious. You got swagger. You're a swagger. Particularly, uh, like you, you've been to like these. Um, What's the one in Langley? It's it's the like the olive press or whatever. It's like these vinegar. And I've heard of it. I've never been there. It, yeah, so there's like vinegar stores, like a balsamic-y aged. And there's is like, that how they do it? You swig it. Uh, they give you like a like a thimble sized thing of vinegar, and you just throw it back. It's delicious. I'm not joking. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. I want to do it so right I now. I have a drawer. I mean a a, a shelf full of, like one of the shelves in the door of my refrigerator with a variety of hot sauces. Okay. Like that but vinegar. So when how do you choose a different vinegar for a different meal? Like I can think of one is it for cooking purposes or is it No 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 no. No, you're just crazy talk now. It's like <laughs> so you got some nice bread and some little oil, like and, a vinegar. oil and vinegar. Oh, okay, okay. We're going to put it on a salad. So then you get different flavors yes, of that. It's like mind-blowingly different. Like a like a Mission Fig uh, aged balsamic. It's like mind-blowing flavor. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Let's go tomorrow. We should. <laughs> yeah. Can't, can't go tomorrow. But I actually love We'd like to go to that place. Yeah, I love vinegar. Yeah, and then you just, you're in, you're tasting it, you're doing your thing. You know how it is. You know how they roll. Yep. 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 Anyway, um, and then on the sweet side, uh, one of those cool things that we have locally is our the Honeybee Center. Yeah, that's a good one. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. Have, have you cracked open like the tubes? I have some right over there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, they just got eaten over Christmas. But I usually have a stash of those tubed honeys, different flavors. Yeah, and so it's like, well, this is where when the bees were in such and such an area, and. So outside of like the oh cat- no I haven't done that these are like artificially flavored ones but I know what you're talking yeah, about so like, like these are clover oh this honey is when they were with the green apple yeah 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 no, but no yeah but cl- literally cl- they, yes they they have it takes on the flavor of wherever did you they know were? that honey possibly vinegar too but honey doesn't spoil really so it can be centuries old and sometimes it might look off but if it's just warmed up melted a bit it's right back to its original state hmm. does not spoil. People carry it around in like pre-refrigeration days as a go-to uh, little food group because it does not go bad. I actually went to a bee festival. It's so stupid. Um, they were going through and like 
scraping off the the honey off the the comb thing, the like the wax, whatever, and yep. dripping out all the honey. And, and the dude was putting live bees in his mouth for what? That they don't have stinger. That the males didn't have stingers or something like that. And so he was putting bees in his mouth and then letting them go, like, and then beard. As part of a show. Yeah. There's no other reason to do and that. So other than apparently show, right? they do it a couple times a year and you can volunteer to do it. Um, it is, and this is just locally at the, at the honeybee center to get a tree beard, uh, the bee beard. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 And so I thought that would be amazing. Cause I, you gotta, hate you gotta like stay at a pretty rested position with that on, right? Like you have to maintain a rested bee face. <laughs> With the beard on, do Resting you not? Resting face. Resting face, don't you? I guess To so. keep from getting stung? <laughs> That's hilarious. Resting face. That's, you, you got me on that one. That was a great one. Uh, yeah, you can go in there and like, you can buy like a dozen bees or something like that. Or That's not a beard. That's like a 13-year-old beard. <laughs> a little scraggly? Yeah. No, you, I don't know. You can you can order twelve and he give he gives you thirteen, and, he's, and but that's just a freebie. Yeah. <laughs> I was going with Baker's dozen. I couldn't couldn't see the joke. That's a freebie. But getting a, a bee beard would be a crazy like lifetime thing. A lifetime thing, like once in a lifetime to get a bee beard. Oh, once in a lifetime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, if you got to keep it on for a lifetime, I'm not doing this. Actually, I wouldn't do it ever. I, I, I hate it, insects. If I have any that, yeah. fear, it's bees. Yeah. Like we've had that ladybug infestation. Eh. Not my favorite. If they were bees, we wouldn't have this studio. <laughs> There'd be a, a gap in our recording. Burn it burn it all down. Yeah. We'd be out in a meadow somewhere with one microphone. Okay. Well, anyway. I, I did come across this. What do you got? I read a little internet joke. thought I'd write it down for you. My sister used to be a beekeeper. She lived in California, but was always very emotional. She decided to get into beekeeping by way of therapy. But one day, her favorite bee, named Aladocious, died. We always called her the Super Sister because she looked after us, but things were never the same after her bee died. We blamed it on my super, Cali, fragile sister's ex-bee, Aladocious. <laughs> Start at the beginning. Where did where does she oh, live? California. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to get ahead of you, okay. and uh, so I'm like, California, maybe uh, by the bay, oh. and she's sad. Uh, I, I thought for sure it was going to land on Cry Baby, okay, Cry Baby, but mm. that was way better. Say the punchline. Okay. Um, we blamed it on my super Cali fragile sister's XB Aladocious. That's, that's there impressive. You there you go. But anyways, that's it. Wow. We should get into some riddlings. You want to? Yep, let's do it. All right, well, well, well. Riddling is a game we like to play. It takes a two-part trivia-based question. requires a two-part but overlapping answer, overlapping by sound, syllable, word, or word. So, for example, last just last week, just a measly seven days ago, episode 219, Variety is the Spice of Life, uh, we left you with this one. This was a tricky one. William Cowper's Poem. Is this Bible phrase about requesting and getting? Did you get that one? William Cowper's poem. Is this Bible phrase about requesting and getting? 
What's an asking and you shall receive kind of Right. Do you remember the name of William Cowper's? Yeah, that's the tricky part. You had to pay attention to the episode. His poem was called The Task. Oh, The Task and You Shall Receive? Yeah, that was the question. And that's how you play. The answer is not The Task. The answer is not Ask and Ye Shall Receive. The answer is The Task and Ye Shall Receive, and that's how you play Red Link. So I got a couple. I've got a couple. We both got a couple. These are terrible. Here we go. (laughs) A gaggle of witches enjoy malt and apple cider this. Wow, say it again. A gaggle of witches enjoy... Malt and apple cider. This okay. Well, I wow. Oh, sorry. I was trying to make it longer than that. So is it just cup vinegar? Yes, cup vinegar, coven and vinegar. Okay, yes. cool. Uh, okay, this is mine. <laughs> oh, these are bad too. <laughs> I'm gonna give you this one because I just want you to say it. Abraham Lincoln's version of this idiom is Gomer Pyle's catchphrase. So Abraham Lincoln's version of this idiom is Gomer Pyle's catchphrase, and I'm going to even give you... You can catch more flies with honey than you can with golly gee. <laughs> golly. Golly. With a gallon of golly. Nice. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> okay. This this is like, again, out there. Yeah. Uh, arguably ungettable. So illegitimate children, if you get this... You're gonna have to just use your brain and now and know the and know the riddle links. Now I'm determined to get it. Hylocerius undatus Drosophilia melanogaster. That's the whole thing. Should I be able to get this? Hylocerius undatus Drosophilia melanogaster. Melanogaster. Okay, so the second half of that you said earlier on. Yes, I did. Did you say the first half of that earlier? No, but if you get the second half, you'll get the first half. Oh, man. What was it referring to? It was referring to... When these little creatures come, usually in the summer because you leave... Fruit flies. Yep. So something fruit. Uh, Read the first half exactly as you wrote it. Hydra something. Won't matter. Hylocerius undatus. Um. Man. Something fruit flies. Yes. That's it. Something? No. It's a dragon fruit. Dragon fruit. I would have never got that. I was going to give you any fruit. Any fruit would have been like acceptable? If, if you had something that had the word Grapefruit. fruit. Yes, I would have given it to you. Oh, man. I should have tried harder. I, I was still good, but it actually was dragon fruit. It was dragon fruit. What? What? How did you get dragon fruit? In what language was that? It's all Latin. You got dragon fruit in Latin. <laughs> I did everything in Latin. Dragon fruit didn't. I didn't exist say they were the good. Latin language existed. Dragon fruit's been around for forever. Not where Latin was. Well, where do you think it came from? If not from like the Garden of Eden, <laughs> all fruit had to did have existed. You put it into Google Translate. No. How'd you get dragon fruit in Latin? You just put in dragon fruit in Latin. In Google Translate. Yes. And it tells you the genus of everything. All right. That's stupid. (laughs) Dragon fruit flies. 
And that's how you play Riddling. I got one more that will leave Dangalanoing out there. You can reach out to us on Instagram at thedogvillage.idiom or email us thevillageidiompodcast at gmail.com or whether it's the Facebooks, the YouTubes, or the Twitters at three minutes gone. All right, you ready for this? Yep. Last one. Sweet talk will give you better results than nastiness if you want a two common kitchen ingredient explosive foam. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's three minutes. I'll, I'll, I'll say it again. Okay. Sweet talk will give better results than nastiness if you want a two common kitchen ingredient explosive foam. <laughs> and that is three minutes gone. That's a stretch. That's wow. work. If anybody gets These that. These are garbage I'm, today. I'm sending you more stickers. <laughs> okay. Man. Well, that was fun. It's always fun. It's I like good, hanging out with you. I like hanging out with we you. We should have had oil and vinegar and some bread. This should have been a... Uh, or honey, or, or something, or that we could just have eaten. Yeah, it's just some honey. Just I got some honey. snacks, could some just chips, had toast and honey. <laughs> just anything. <laughs> Sushi. <laughs> well, I'm Skitty. I'm Jurassic Mark, and these are the Village Idioms. Catch more flies with honey than vinegar. That's three minutes gone.